Hello, hello everyone and welcome. My name is Nyla and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. Today's topic is all about how to properly dispose of used batteries. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and also share Greener Thoughts. Last thing that you can do is be sure to contact Greener Thoughts by voice message. The info is in the podcast description and every episode show notes, or you can always send an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So I have a few announcements um, for today's podcast episode, and um, the first one is about the ongoing um, petition that's up on change.org. It's about the proposed Amazon warehouse that's actually going to be um, possibly up and running in my county, Prince George's County, and I'm not here for it and I don't want it here. And so I have um, the petition link that I will put in the show notes for y'all. So all my Marylanders, anyone who lives in the Westphalia area, maybe Capitol Heights region, um, Largo area, that region, or even Upper Marlboro um, in Prince George's County, then you will, um, you know, be on high alert because this will really apply to you, but it's open uh, for all those to sign who wish to sign it. And then we have plenty of time to do so. And um, there are, you know, tons of detrimental effects that will come because of this uh, Amazon warehouse. And I don't think it's the place to put it um, in the county. I don't think it's the right fit for the county where it's supposed to be proposed. And there's only limited amount of jobs that are supposed to come out of it. There's not too many perks on my end that I see about it. And so I will leave that information in the link um, for you all in the show notes. So you can check it out and be sure to share this position, this petition and um, get the word out there about it. And last but not least, the second uh, announcement is about Angelica's podcast. Um, her A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, her giveaway ended. And so I want to just thank everyone for participating and sharing the information and you know, doing the promo for it was really fun. I'm glad to have shared her information about her um, prize giveaway. And you know, cheers to many more years and uh, many more um, different times that this could happen and all that she learned from it. And it seemed really fun. So thank you all for um, everyone who participated. So let's start with the first section. It's, of course, in other news, which is where I give you a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline is that 22 states actually have sued the Trump administration over its climate plan. And that was on drist.org. So the lawsuit alleges that the so-called affordable clean energy rule would accelerate the impacts of of the climate crisis um, and impose health and safety risks on Americans. 
Now the states that are involved um, in this process thus far are New York, uh, Massachusetts, California, Rhode Island, Hawaii, and a few cities like Chicago, Los Angeles, New York City, and Philadelphia. And this new rule is to set in place and actually replace the Obama-era Clean Power Plan. The second headline is that uh, an invasive pests or invasive pests are significantly decreasing U.S. forests' uh, ability to store carbon. And that was on Environmental News Network, aka ENN. And more than 450 non-native um, insects and diseases have found their way into U.S. forests and the millions of trees killed by uh, these pests happen each year. Uh, the last headline I have for y'all is about uh, avocados and guacamole. So guacamole lovers rejoice. The avocado genome has been sequenced. And that was on sciencedaily.com in the science uh, news section. So the study is all about um, revealing that for the first time on um, the popular Haas um, avocado actually inherited about 61% of its DNA from Mexican varieties and about 39% from Guatemalan ones. Uh, the scientists sequenced not only uh, the Haas avocado, but also avocados from Mexico, Guatemala, and the West Indies, uh, which are also home to genetically distinct native avocado fruits. For more information about the journal article, you can look it up in um, the proceeds, Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, um, and that's the journal. And then the journal article is called uh, The Avocado Genome Informs Deep uh, Angiosperm uh, Phylogeny, uh, Highlights Introgressive Hybridization and Reveals Pathogen-Influenced Gene Space Adaption or adaptation. There it is. That's the last word. So um, today's source comes from uh, HuffPost um, in the life section, otherwise known as Huffington Post. And um, I kind of wanted to expound upon um, looking at what happens in our households, mainly how we get rid of things and do this in an eco-friendly way, of course as we always choose to do on Greener Thoughts. So keeping up with uh, the sort of uh, topic themes, I decided to you know, know that this is very important. And I wanted to instead, um, this time focus on batteries. Last time I focused on medications and how to properly dispose of those. Next thing you should know is batteries. So this is very important for all those tech geeks, for all those people who love uh, toys and in in those uh, types of products um, and industries that use a lot of batteries and power many many things you know the battery consumption is high so why not learn how to recycle or how to go about um, properly disposing of um, batteries that's very very important so I entitled this section the power of a battery a battery is very very useful um, mainly on my end I think about the rechargeable batteries which I'll talk about uh, very soon I think those are very important so you know look at what batteries you go ahead and use in your life and see um, 
which ones that you can, you know, change and swap out or buy better ones, more efficient ones, and take a look at how you um, uh, dispose of or recycle the batteries uh, that you tend to use day to day. So um, I want to talk about the different types of um, batteries that we use today. So prior to um, 1996, uh, single-celled batteries could contain mercury. Um, and the passage of the Battery Act of 1996 um, is also called the Mercury Containing and Rechargeable Battery Management Act of 1996. It actually put a stop uh, to having ma- mercury um, in uh, batteries, um, but only in special uh, circumstances. So prior um, to this, there were tons of mercury and other contaminants and chemicals in batteries. But the act um, of 1996 actually prohibits the use of this toxic chemical or this element of mercury, and um, it does so in all uh, types other than uh, button cell batteries and uh, mercuric uh, oxide batteries. So the disposal and recycling options for single-celled batteries is what I want to get into. Um, Mercury-free and single-use batteries uh, can be trashed, though it's best to check with your uh, local city or county recycling and waste departments, you know, about how to best recycle those uh, batteries. Um, Next thing is how to go about maybe disposing of and recycling um, what options are available for rechargeable batteries. So there are tons of different reasons why um, recycling rechargeable batteries is legally required by residents, um, and it's done by state by state. So every state kind of has their uh, go-to list of how to go about um, recycling and or disposing of um, rechargeable batteries, but we always advise for them to be, of course, recycled. Um, So that's very, very important here. very important to remember. And sometimes each state has their own vendors, which they help kind of accelerate the process to get these uh, rechargeable batteries um, recycled. So one of the the, mary, the very um, most important reason, I think, um, as to why you should recycle um, rechargeable batteries is that because their toxicity is immense. Um, so recycling actually does a few different things. It um, conserves resources. It, um, it recycles um, the rechargeable batteries and recycles those resources, so that's great, and also allows um, for the rechargeable batteries to be reused. The second uh, reason that's really important as to why you should recycle rechargeable batteries is because of the uh, lithium ion that's in batteries, and it's really, really popular in um, portable electronics and also in cars. And Um, A really scary thing is that lithium-ion batteries can really spark and cause, you know, an immense fire under certain conditions. So when they're crushed or inside garbage trucks or even landfills or MRFs, which are um, materials recycling facilities, these are some of the places where uh, lithium-ion batteries can combust. And so you have to, you know, recycle them, but do so accordingly by your local laws. Um, where your uh, where your jurisdiction is and your community, you have to find out uh, how to do that safely so that you don't end up 
um, putting them in a landfill or in a facility, some, some way they get there and then they uh, cause a fire. Uh, one of the last reasons and third um, reason, most importantly, as to why it's very, very good to uh, recycle rechargeable batteries is because um, uh, rechargeable batteries are also known as uh, secondary cells or secondary batteries. Um, they cannot or sh and should not be recycled with bottles, cans, and paper. So you have to separate them. That's most importantly um, as well. That's a very important thing to learn about rechargeable batteries. So on to um, one of our last sections, uh, disposal and recycling options for button cell batteries. So um, batteries like the button cell ones, which are really, really teeny tiny, they can also have a small amount of mercury in them. So going about using um, protocols done by your local recycling or waste departments in your county, for example, or parish or township or any other um, local um, um, legally um, binding authority um, is where you can uh, look for help. So wherever you live, you can check locally to see if they accept or recycle button cell batteries because that's a way of you uh, learning how to properly dispose of them safely. And if you didn't know, some uh, common or most used ways that uh, button batteries are used is um, in digital thermometers, in calculators, that's a really big one, uh, cameras and hearing aids as well, and toys and also watches. So those are all products, just a sample and handful of products where button cell batteries are used. Now, quick warning, you have to um, avoid having uh, button cell batteries around babies and toddlers and young children and even pets because swallowing uh, button cell batteries, of course, anything small will lead to a choking hazard and of course pose several different risks. So um, seek immediate medical attention if a button cell battery is swallowed by any of the above that I just mentioned. And um, to safely, I guess, store the button cell batteries, you could, of course, leave them in their original packaging, or you could put them in uh, plastic uh, bins or a container that's uh, out of um, uh, little toddlers and or babies or anyone else's reach, um, so you can have that stored away and safe away from uh, anyone else. So to close, um, for more information on battery recycling, um, you can go to www.call2recycle.org forward slash recycling dash laws dash by dash state forward slash. And I'll put the link um, in the show notes for you all. So you can go ahead and check that out also. It's very thorough, um, all the laws by state in the United States, so you can check um, and see where you fit in, and you can check the laws um, about battery recycling where you live. And I also want to leave you with some quotables. So Jackie Carr, the operations coordinator at the Nature Conservancy of New York, actually stated um, a little bit about um, being educated on battery recycling, and she has a few quotes. 
So, quote, it takes a little extra effort to recycle a battery than, say, a plastic bottle, but it's necessary if we want to be more sustainable and create less waste, end quote. Her last quote is that, quote, the amount of single-use items that we use as a culture is appalling. We want to be more sustainable. Rechargeable batteries still come to an end of their lives at some point, but they're more sustainable, end quote. So I, I like um, the fact that I got to talk about uh, battery recycling and um, to be really honest, I mean, it's not hard to do. It's just, I think sometimes people get scared, um, trying to figure out how to recycle something that maybe isn't traditionally just laid out, you know, in black and white. Okay. You recycle this, you don't recycle that. But if you really think about it, like battery recycling, it's kind of like an unwritten rule that it probably doesn't need to be going in the recycling bin. Like it's not traditional to just, okay, chuck them in there because, um, you know, it is a battery. It has different types of components in it and it's not going to be processed just like a um, glass bottle or a plastic bottle. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about my um, stash of old batteries. I have it in a big Ziploc bag and it's probably like not even a quarter full, but um, I plan to mail it off or even just drive it off to one of the um, locations listed in this um, app called the iRecycle app. So like the iPhone, it's like the iRecycle app. And it's found in the makers are um, from earth911.org. And I love it. And I've had it on my phone probably for more than five years or so. And it's so convenient. All you have to do is type in your um, zip code and you can always, you can just turn off the location uh, on the app and it'll still work because I don't, I don't track or have, you know, microphone permissions or location or other things in certain apps. And so this is very helpful. So if you don't maybe have too much of a signal, but you still want to be able to search and find out, okay, where can I um, dispose of properly or recycle my batteries, you can take it to plenty of different um, uh, retailers sometimes, like Lowe's or Home Depot, and there are other ones too. Um, hardware stores, they'll take your batteries. You just have to ask, but you can go online to double check beforehand. And um, I love that app. It's amazing, the power of it. And I'll get into it um, a little bit later, but that's what I advise. And it's so easy to do just to not have those batteries. But I'm going to wait till my bag gets a little bit full. And um, then I'll go ahead and recycle it or take it to one of the drop-off locations listed in the app. Um, so there are a few... Um, takeaways from the uh, topic and I think the first is um, centering on our electronic use and the future of batteries because if we kind of cut down our electronic use then we won't really have um, too much of a need for different batteries and um, some of the time you know we're going to have to process toys or you know hearing aids or other different items that happen to have batteries in them but the majority of us I think, you know, make it our batteries or have our batteries or use them from electronics like our phone or like our um, computers or, or tablets or any such um, portable uh, electronic device. So, you know, how much do you, you know, buy in electronics every year? You know, do you 
um, keep your electronics for a long time? How long do you keep them? Or do you want to uh, chuck them or, or give it away, give your product away to someone else? You know, identify that. Um, you know, what's the longest amount of time that you've gone without buying a new phone? You know, ask yourself that. Self that. It's been, um, as of today, about three years. And I'm really happy with that because I'm not too much of a stickler for having the most um, newest of electronics. Like, I'm totally fine and happy um, with what I have. And, um, you know, I'm... That makes me feel great because I know that I'm not buying a phone uselessly every, you know, year annually just because it's out there. You know, you you, could, you may wait a few years for the price to come down, but then, um, you know, new technology and updates and upgrades come out. And so are you tempted to buy more? So ask yourself that. Um, I, I think about, you know, the amount of, cell phones that people use, you know, throughout their life. And I don't want to have a stack of, of electronics and phones out there. I just don't. So, you know, ask yourself if you are willing to pay the planetary cost of buying electronics just because they're out there when, you know, the planet could suffer greatly all because of a new or newer cell phone. So um, that wraps up my thoughts on how to recycle batteries. And so I want to bring you um, a few tips in the next segment about how you can learn a little bit more about battery recycling. And uh, that will be coming up soon in the Mother Earth Minute. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So the Mother Earth Minutes is where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode and also, as well, save Mother Earth. So the message for today is that you can put the power back in your hands and recycle your batteries. So don't let the manufacturers win and have you keep buying their products, but you're low on recycling or properly disposing of their products. So one tip I have for you is to find plenty of resources on battery recycling. Now this is just a sample and um, you know this is mainly for um, those who happen to live in America because I you know, didn't really go into the broader scope um, for those who live outside the United States, but it could be a great blueprint for you to kickstart um, battery recycling programs where you live so it could give you an idea um, of what to research and look for if you happen to want to start uh, battery recycling where you live. So the first website to check out is called The Recycle, which you may have uh, heard about when I was uh, talking about um, earlier in the news. 
So um, call to recycle, again, call the word, and then to the number, recycle.org. So um, I went online and I found um, different places that are willing to accept my batteries. So Home Depot, Staples, Lowe's, um, Sears, and even other hardware stores locally, they're willing to accept them, and that's fine. And uh, they'll take them. And, um, you know, those are drop-off points as well. And um, Call to to Recycle is the country's largest um, battery recycling program. And so they have over 25 years of experience and expertise. And so um, you can go ahead and check out their store locator at calltorecycle.org forward slash locator. And you can also um, check out their uh, drop-off locator number at one eight seven seven two the number two and then recycle now another resource I love um, and I told you about before is the iRecycle app and I love 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 it it has every almost every um, imaginable product section that you could you know think of and they list um, the different um, products that are made. So maybe, you know, lightning, bu- lightning bulbs, they have um, bedding stuff, they have toys, they have automotive um, uh, details and all types of parts involved with that in recycling. Like they have so many things. And so you just click on the category of what you want and are looking to recycle, type in your zip code, and then there's a myriad of different uh, listings as to where you can go ahead and recycle your uh, item. So if you're looking to recycle tires, you click on the automotive section or car section and uh, look for tires and then type in your zip code and then you'll have tons of different listings uh, for where you can go ahead and recycle your tires. Uh, The second uh, tip I have for you is to check with your um, local recycling or waste department or both Um, for instructions about how to recycle batteries specifically or other um, hard to um, uh, think of or or tough to recycle um, items. Um, And, you know, if you live in a county or a borough or parish or um, even other places like a township or a special district, a municipality, any of those, you can also search uh, locally by going to your um, local website about um, you know waste and recycling options and then searching specifically uh, for how to recycle batteries. Uh, the last tip I have for you is to just consume less products or to buy less products that would even uh, consider and have batteries um, being used. So this is very important for what I was saying like electronics, toys, um, and even niche gadgets, things that are really small, very rare, you know, pretty expensive. If they have batteries, consider where those batteries are going to be um, potentially recycled or sometimes they're landfilled because batteries don't always um, get recycled. That's just being honest. And then, you know, other things that happen to have batteries, if you are looking to um, buy them, consider if they can even uh, be recycled or Um, anything like that.
The eco fact of the day is that it would now be cheaper to replace three quarters of the existing coal-fired power plants with locally generated wind and solar than to continue operating them. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club's Sierra Magazine in the July-August 2019 issue. Greener Thoughts wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. Do you work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company? Either way, let Greener Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please send your 200-word essay to the email address greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. All right, um, the Eco Company Spotlight is the time where I'm going to talk about, you know, one of my favorite uh, eco products and companies out there. And so if you happen to have an environmentally related product or service and you want to get your ideas out there about yours and you want to let me know and have me review it, the um, product or service, you can um, leave me a voice message or email Greener Thoughts. It's totally fine. Um, for now, I've been introducing companies for a long time, um, since February of 2019, and um, I want to share one I know is great and I really believe is wonderful. And so if you've heard of it, be sure to let me know, and I'm going to talk to you about uh, Himalaya Herbal um, Healthcare. So Himalaya Herbal Healthcare has great working toothpaste and they were actually created in uh, 1930 and since being founded uh, all that time ago in 1930 the Himalaya legacy now spans uh, over uh, 85 years and uh, they've been stretching from one man to his son to his grandson so that's a long time Um, from their humble beginnings in India Himalaya products are now offered in over 90 countries, yet are still uh, family-owned. And uh, Himalaya's North American uh, LEED, or or LEED, uh, gold-certified eco-friendly corporate office and warehouse facility are located in Sugar Land, Texas. Uh, Where to locate Himalaya products are where you can go to their website, Himalaya. USA.com uh, forward slash store dash locator dash or uh, forward slash I should say and that's for their um, uh, American sites of the Himalaya products and brand and um, the Himalaya products their dental hygiene care line consists of their toothpaste so they have different uh, flavors and varieties of toothpaste they have their neem and pomegranate one there's Simply Cinnamon one, there's Simply Mint one, they also have the Simply Peppermint line, and all those are the respective uh, varieties of the toothpaste that they carry. Now my experience of the Himalaya toothpaste is that um, I actually got a little bit, um, because I was going to you know, use a little bit of that before I bought um, you know, the toothpaste that I now have, 
but I loved it and I would definitely buy it um the uh, Himalaya toothpaste so I tried the neem and pomegranate original toothpaste and it's priced um at $5.99 so it's definitely um affordable and very conveniently um in a nice um you know hefty product there and it has great cleaning power I love it I love the taste I love the sensation it has healthy ingredients all that you can pronounce it's very much healthy for you um smooth application there's no um you know ill feeling about it it has a great scent which I love not all toothpaste have that so it's great to have that in Himalaya's toothpaste and I felt very clean with my teeth I loved it and their uh, toothpaste is very smooth like I talked about and it's not gritty or too sticky or tacky um, besides just being a great uh, toothpaste now uh, to mail them you can go ahead and uh, do so by I'm um, checking out their um, address which is uh, 1101 Gillingham Lane Sugarland, Texas, uh, zip code 77478. And you can call them Monday through Friday at 8.15 a.m. through 5.15 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, you can call them at their number 713-863-1622. That's 713-863-1622. Or you could also give them a call at 800-869-4640 or you can leave them a fax at 717-873-1686 or 800-577-6930. Himalaya products are um, found and can be found on their uh, main site so HimalayaUSA.com, uh, and that's for the United States. But like I said, they're available in many, many countries around the world. And so if you would like to purchase their products and you're from a different country other than the United States, you can go ahead and click the American flag in the top right-hand corner of the website to check out all the other regions of the world where their products are available. Uh, their products are also available on Amazon.com ebay.com, uh, Mom's Organic Market, uh, Whole Foods Market, uh, Yes Organic Market, and in stores across the country and world in other stores where available. Uh, Himalaya, um, their pages as far as the U.S. pages are the following. So they have a few different social media platforms. Um, the first is Facebook, and they found that Himalaya uh, Herbal Healthcare USA, um, Instagram at Himalaya USA, LinkedIn at the Himalaya Drug Company, Twitter at Himalaya USA, and YouTube there at Himalaya Herbal um, Healthcare. Last thing is that you can go to their website, HimalayaUSA.com, the US site, to go ahead to con- and contact them. You can view the bottom of their webpage and then click the con- Connect tab. Uh, to go to their contact page and fill out their message form. All right, thank you all for listening in uh, to this lengthy but very good episode about batteries and how to dispose of them properly. Um, Be sure to 
share this podcast episode, especially if you have a techie um, person in your life and someone who runs through batteries and, you know, you really want to share information and you want to be a good sport about it. Or, you know, you want to share what you learned about batteries and battery recycling and you really want to share this information and make sure someone else knows how to go about uh, recycling batteries. Um, last thing is that you can, of course, head over to change.org and check out the petition currently running. Um, and for all those who especially live in Prince George's County in Maryland, um, you would definitely um, benefit most from uh, this petition. And so I'll have that link again in the show notes for you all. So thank you all again for listening in. And uh, like you all to, you know, take care and you all um, have a great day um, and evening and whatnot. And so until next time, you all take care. Bye.